Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Word of Reason podcast, where we bring reason to your life only through the Word of God. That's what I'm saying. So we're back on the, what is this, the seventh episode? Dog, y'all are going ballistic. From what I can tell, in the last few weeks, there's already, I'd assume what are over 100 people that have listened in total. If I were to guess, it would probably be around like 70 people that have listened to this podcast. And I just really want to go ahead and just like, bro, y'all are showing up and showing out, bro. Let me throw in some farts up in there. That's not even farts. But like, nah, for real, y'all have been showing some immense love. So I kind of want to hop straight into it because I know y'all seen the title and bruh, I'm not joking with y'all, bro. And after this story, you cannot tell me, like, look, you cannot tell me my guy's not real after listening to this. So I'm dead serious when I just hop right into it. So there's this movie called Come Out in Jesus' Name, right? And with Come Out in Jesus' Name, I've been seeing on social media and TikTok, like a lot of people who have seen the movie have also seen as well, where there are deliverances that go on in the theater. Some of y'all already know what direction it's finna go in, but it's actually not going in that direction. Not fully. Let me just go on and clarify that now. But it is um I'm I'm looking I'm lo- I'm looking at the videos of deliverance that are happening in the on TikTok. And I'm like, God, I wanna go to that movie, bro. Like, I'm finna get ready to be in there laying hands on people. Keep in mind, I'm saying this never having any knowledge really on, no, not saying knowledge, never having really any experience in the field of deliverance, bro. Only self deliverance. But even then, I was just kinda like, I don't know necessarily what goes into the deliverance ministry, cause, uh, I ain't never done it before, but y'all, I got my coffee, so I'm gonna be up. I'm gonna be letting y'all know I'm gonna take a sip. <sighs> uh, that good old dirty bean juice, love it. But I saw that, and I was talking to God. I like, I I want to go there fully, ready to be delivering people, and. For context, this was about like two weeks ago that two or three weeks. Actually, no, it was back when I actually like had my job. Is there a fly in my room, bro? Oh, my gosh, bro. Come on, dude. Get out of here. Get out of here. Ain't nobody wants you up in here. We was just hey, bro. The fact that there's a fly in here for what I'm about to go in here for context with monitoring spirits. I don't even, I, bro, got me twisted. But anywho, anyhow, I was looking for where I could find the doggone movie at. And I, I started looking around to see where it come out of Jesus' name is. Bruh, it only is in AMC theaters. Not only is it that, but the closest AMC theater is like two hours from where I'm at, bruh. I'm like, come on, dude. I want to see this movie. So keep in mind, my spirit riled up for weeks waiting for this movie to come out. Flash forward from the two weeks ago from today, which is the 12th of April. Now flash forward another two weeks. It's I think it was on Sunday last week where come out in Jesus name. My pastor was talking about this. 
It, it might have been two weeks ago from this Sunday. I'm going to be honest. I'm so bad with these dates, bruh. Very bad with these dates in terms of remembering them. But I started looking at the, um, or no, I'm looking at the announcement in the church during the service where he's like, you know what I'm saying? Because those of those who do know and have listened to the podcast know that Daniel Adams, who was very, very, very well known in the deliverance ministry world, had come to Womb C, the church that I go to. And he's in the movie. So they were promoting that as well as trying to get people aware of the fact that this movie is just good. Like the movie is just great for for informing you on the very, very real aspect of the spiritual world. The very, very, very real aspect in the deliverance world. Not the deliverance, the spiritual world. And it opens your eyes to so many different types of demons, spirits. Um, rouse up the fact that you have the authority to cast out demons. And it didn't die with the apostles. Matter of fact, they were filled with the Holy Spirit. The same Holy Spirit in which Paul and other apostles gave to the Gentiles. And it was also written in the Bible that Jesus, while he was here to claim the sheep of Israel, that the Gentiles would also be saved. And that the Gentiles could also call God, the God of Israel, their God as well. And we even see it in the Bible when um, I believe it was some of the apostles who were confused on some gentiles who either wanted the holy spirit or were being filled with the holy spirit so they heard of and so they checked it out and they was like look bro they all right bro they cool i might i might need to refresh up on where that's at but but yeah bro just bro let me tell you I'm, that that's all i'm finna go on a tangent i don't even know what direction to go in bro so i'm let me be real with y'all, though. This is going to be more of a story-like podcast. This may not... I'm going to be honest. I'm not even going to speak that over this podcast. Because to be honest, wherever direction this podcast goes, more likely it's tailored towards this story rather than a message. I don't have any message for y'all except for my experience today. So if anything happens outside of me telling the story, just be aware that it is the spirit in me who I have from God <laughs> that is trying to get a message out there to somebody that's going to uh, listen to this episode. So mind me, I'm going to be all over the place. So I am looking at this doggone uh, present, uh, not presentation, this announcement in the church for, um, for come out in Jesus name and the fact that it's coming to Malco theaters. And so I started searching it up when I get home and the Malco theater that is closest to where I'm at ended up started to show in like they were premiering the movie. And I was like, Oh, let's go. We're going to be able to do it. Right. Yeah. And then I'm in my spirit, like, in a new Bugatti. like, bro, I'm wild up and ready to go. And here comes the enemy. I know, bro. I know. I know, bro. I know. Enemy come in. My whole moves hit. Like, if you don't move, bro, get up out my ear. But as I'm getting ready, it premieres April 10th in Malco. Dog. 
as soon as I get closer to the release date of this movie, I'm getting uh, what I didn't think of at the time, which made no sense comparing, not like the spirit of comparison, but like legitimate in comparison, like the fact that I was so riled up when I didn't have a chance to go and do what would have helped in the work of God's kingdom. But when the opportunity came for me to be able to do that, you start getting a little nervous. Then anxiety starts hitting because I'm not going to make no two and a half hour drive to a theater and then come back. Looking in hindsight, depending on what the context of when it comes down to the deliverance, I guarantee you now that I've been through this experience, not once, not twice, but three different times. Dog. I am ready to go. Wherever you need to send me at, God, send me in the doggone battlefield. Bro, there'll be bombs going off all over the place. Next thing you know, I'm just going to be like, dog, I'm, I'm in there, bro. I'm in there. My name ain't David for no reason. My name ain't David for no reason, bro. So, it's, it's Friday. I buy my ticket. And I'm thinking the movie coming out. And it's Friday. If it's, if it's the 12th. If it's the 12th, um, then it was on uh, Friday, April 7th. So now I'm not going to lie. My dates is going to be a little more accurate now. So it's Friday, April 7th when I buy the ticket. And that's when before before I had bought the ticket, anxiety and fear had crept up on me and was trying to convince me not to go to the movie because I didn't have uh, let's, let's just say it in the enemy's context and in, in, in what was being lied to me about you don't know how to deliver people from demons so even if that did happen you would freak out you'd be scared you'd be scared of when a demon if a, if a demon manifests up in that theater you don't know what to do you've never done that before and how you gonna get somebody's attention you gonna get up and yell like 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 i had to be that person that you know what i'm saying calls out and this this that and the other and then i'm starting to get like anxious i'm like uh i gotta do a whole lot of stuff of of not knowing what i'm doing you, you i don't know what i'm doing but i just stopped listening to all that garbage and nonsense that the enemy was lying to me about and i ended up just doing it just buy the ticket because once i bought the ticket now my money's invested bro so I ain't going back. I'm not going to lie. My money's in this. I'm not going back. So now flash forward to Monday. I am completely nervous, bruh. I am so nervous. I, I, I was, I was not ready mentally, mentally. I wasn't ready because like, look, I'm finna go in here and talk about like screaming in front of it. And the theater was not empty. The first time I went on that Monday, which was Monday the 10th, that theater had over 40 people in there, bruh. Had 40 people in there, and I'm finna get ready at the end of the movie to stand up and yell. But let me rewind. So that Monday, I'm doing some editing work with my partner in the kingdom, and... I let them know, like, I'm finna get ready to da 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 go see come out in Jesus' name, right? And I'm getting ready. I hop in the shower, get back out, and then we on FaceTime. And in my shower, y'all know, those who are recurring, y'all know, that's when I talk with God the most. And 
in the shower, he had revealed to me how uh, essentially I'm going to be that person that has to stand up at the end of the movie and yell out, is there anybody in here who needs prayer? When I heard that, I was kind of, I was, I was like, God, please let somebody else. I said, get somebody else to do it. Get somebody else to do it. Cause it ain't going to be me. It was me. And the reason that I knew it was, was God because nine times out of 10, when it comes down to walking in obedience with God and stuff that you're unsure about, you will feel you don't like it. It won't be against his word. First and foremost, it won't be against his word. And me doing that, where would it be against his word? It's not a disruption because the movie is over. So we can we can say like, you could be disrupting the movie. No, the movie's over. So that's out. And in, in doing so, all I have to do is just lay out the offer. I am not obligated. Well, I'm not going to go in there. And then like if somebody decided that they did have something on them that they want to pray for and decided that they were too nervous to admit it, and confess it to some stranger who just stood up at the end of a movie and yelled in front of 40 different people and then they left that's on them the proposition was laid all right and but we're, we're on facetime again after the shower and i'm like uh bro i think uh god's telling me i'm gonna be that person that people see in the tiktoks that's gonna have to stand up and be like is there anybody in here who needs prayer and then I was like, the feeling of the fact that I know that I don't want to do it is exactly the reason why I know that I need to do it. I know that I need to do it. And that's that's usually what it's like when it comes down to being obedient in all aspects is there's going to be some things in which, you know, like this going to be easy. I can listen to God doing that. Like if you, if you spending a lot of money, but you're getting something immediately in return, like the keyboard I have right now. And there's going to be other things like quitting your job spontaneously and standing in front of a group of a uh, bunch of strangers asking who needs prayer and deliverance when you've never even done deliverance a day in your life. So I, I was I was definitely kind of like, OK, another faith move. Step in obedience. Step in obedience. And the person I was on FaceTime with was also kind of like, yeah, not even kind of like he was like, yeah, that's definitely going to have to be you then because you don't feel like doing it. You don't want to do it. Excuse the feedback in the mic. Can I move it a little bit? And now flash forward, bruh. I'm sitting in here with this movie theater. All right, y'all, this is where the story get in. I'm 15 minutes in. Y'all had to bear with the ramblings before I got on track. But now he's here, boy. We's here. That's where we driving into the movie theater. On the way, I was praying, saying, I'm, I'm putting on my full armor. I'm pleading the blood of Jesus. And for those, yeah, I'm going to listen to you on that one, Lord. For those who don't know about the armor of God, it's the helmet of salvation, breastplate of breastplate of righteousness, put on the belt of truth, cover your feet or shod your feet in the preparation of the gospel of peace. Your defense, you take up the shield of faith and you fight with the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And I'm gonna be honest, this is how I say it. Lord, I pray on the full armor that you've given us to put on daily. I pray on the helmet of salvation. 
I pray on the breastplate of righteous. Oh, wait, no, 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 I don't say that. I pray on the helmet of salvation. Let it guard my mind and my thoughts. I pray on the breastplate of righteousness. Let it guard my heart. I pray on the belt of truth and let it remind me to walk in the way, the truth, and in the light that is Jesus Christ. And I shod my feet in the preparation of the gospel of peace, which comes only from Jesus Christ. And I take up the shield of faith in your word, your power, and in your promises. And I fight with the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God and Holy Spirit. I pray that you bring to my remembrance any scripture that I have read upon and surface it back up to my knowledge. In Jesus name, amen. That's part of it. And pleading the blood of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus from the crown of my head to the soles of my feet, the land that I walk on and that the people that surround me are covered by the blood of Jesus as well. And also plead the blood of Jesus over your family line as it comes from your seed. Men and women. I know women don't got the seed part, but I'm for I'm for real. Go on, pray over your descendants that there be generational curses broken off. And that there will be nothing that passes down from you or your husband, if you're the woman, and you and your wife. Wait, I, I think I said that wrong. If you're the husband, you and your wife. If you're the wife, you and your husband. So pray off that stuff and plead the blood of Jesus. Just as there's generational curses, there can be gen there there are generational blessings. So back to the story. I'm on the way to the theater, I'm praying, pleading the blood, praying on my armor, right? Man, I get up in that theater, bro. I'm, I, I see how many people there are. I'm stressing. I'm stressing hard. I'm talking about I, my, my heart is thumping out of my chest and I can barely focus on the movie sometimes. Like I, I would get caught up on one thought and it would just snowball and yeah it would derail i was essentially I, I was just getting worried like dog i'm really gonna have to do this and i'm i'm not big on like even just standing up in front of the class like i'm not even in school now but for real when i had to standing up in front of the class to present was <laughs> especially when i like i said when i didn't know what i was doing it was so nerve-wracking so ooh, thank you for reminding me so flashback to when i bought my ticket right just for context it's very quick when i had bought my ticket god had put me in a place that i never sat Wait, that's a bar in of itself. Just in a context of something completely different. God had told me to sit in a place where I've never sat before. That could go off on so many different topics, and it's not clicking where I could drag that to. But for the context of that story, <laughs> I'm telling you, for somebody, somebody, that was a bar. And it connected some type of dot. Somebody. Somebody. So, I'm... <laughs> I'm I'm looking I, I'm always looking for a middle seat always looking for a middle seat best seat you can get right middle seat somewhere high and if you know anything about going to the movie theaters you probably know the sections and rows and and how that looks and God told me f12 
No, I don't mean the police, bro. I don't mean the police. I do not mean the police. I mean the seat. Row F, seat 12. And I'm looking at it like I get to sit in my own little area. Nobody's sitting over here. I'm like, God, I ain't never sat on no end row, but I'm going to be obedient. Now, flash forward back to where I'm sitting in that seat. I'm watching the movie. Da -da 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 -da. It's over, right? <sighs> Here's where it starts. 20 minutes in and I'm just getting to the actual story. Dog, I'm my heart's thumping, right? I can tell the movie's ending credit start and in my mind i see people getting up my heart is thumping on my chest i'm in heavy anticipation to stand up and yell but the mu the music is too loud for those who seen the mo the movie the music is too loud at the end and people are telling their testimonies i would i couldn't do it yet and i'm saying god please whoever needs to get prayed for please let them sit down and don't let them move like i'm getting so nervous and so the the credits roll by it's about to completely shut off. And then I see people getting up. I look behind me, people two rows above me, and it's full. I look below me, a whole bunch of people. I'm getting second thoughts right behind. I'm getting thought, second thoughts right at the end. And my heart's going. I'm turning around to grab my drink and my popcorn. Holy Spirit took control of me because I was about to just. I was like, mm, I'm not walking out this theater being obedient. I turn around and yell, hey, 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 before anybody leaves, once I got that part out, Holy Spirit emboldened me because I, I let my, my mouth be used to speak what he wants. I said, if there, there's anybody in here at all who needs any type of prayer, it's been in my spirit that somebody in this theater needs prayer. The woman, one row. Ahead of me, two seats to the left. I want y'all to pay attention because this is going to be recurring. This is this is going to be recurring. A woman in front of me, two seats to the left. Raised her hand up immediately. I didn't even finish the sentence. I just want to ask. Here's how it went. I just want to ask, is there anybody who needs prayer? Shot that hand up. And then I said, there's been in my spirit. Her hand was up in the air, dog. And at that point, Holy Spirit gave me boldness, dog. So I'm, I walked down like, well, I got my chest out now, bro. Cause not, I broke the heart. That was the hardest part. Now I had, I had full faith on the drive there. This is going to be a bar for somebody. Don't rely on your ability to do so, but rather trust in God's ability to, to do it. And my ability, my, I didn't put my faith in my ability to do so because I had no idea what I was doing. But is not the Holy Spirit the greatest teacher? He's just, he is the Spirit of God in you. And if it's the Spirit of God, he he's God. It is God's Spirit. God is a Spirit being anyways. So it's the Spirit of God in us. So it, it ain't his first rodeo. It shall ain't his first rodeo. So... I'm walking down. I'm talking to this lady. She's she's already got tears uh, just building up. It's like it was it was divine for her, bro. Like looking back, I, I could just, I couldn't imagine having a like she shot her hand up quick, and she, it's like she was waiting. Like somebody, please pray for me, man.
I said, if anybody knows how to pray in tongues or anybody knows how to pray at all, come help me pray for this lady. I'm not going to throw no names out there. And if this somehow manages to get to her, you know who you are. And I love you. I love you so much for your for your ability to just admit that you had needed prayer. I could sense the yearning on you. I could sense it. Now that I'm looking back on it, I could sense it. It was so quick. It, it gave me so much assurance in my spirit to see that you were vulnerable enough to raise your hand in the midst of a whole bunch of people and to be prayed for by a stranger. But it must have been that you asked for the prayer beforehand. And I'm a, yeah, it, uh, that was an amazing experience to see. So we start praying for her. I asked her for her name. She tells me her name. I ask what the problem is. Spirit of fear. Keep that in mind, too. Dog. <laughs> I'm getting real tempted to redo this. Ooh, I'm not listening to that. I'm not going to I'm going to be very honest with y'all because I've been I've been talking for so long and just getting to the good parts. And my I'm hearing in my head that you should delete this and redo it so that you get to the point quicker. I'm not listening to that. I am not listening to that because that means somebody probably got a revelation up to this point. Somebody's invested. Somebody has learned something from this and is going to learn something from this. So I'm going to shut that serpent up right now in the name of Jesus. I command that any spirit trying to come up against me in this podcast and against you and any spirit coming up that is against you, Lord, I pray it away right now in the name of Jesus so that it does not confuse me and try to lie to me and speak to me, telling me to delete this podcast in the name of Jesus. I rebuke any spirit that is not of you. In Jesus name going on with the story i lay hands on this lady put my hand on her forehead there's like three people uh also praying for her she tells me it's the spirit of fear holy spirit starts giving me bars i'm talking about the holy spirit starts giving me bars to spit dude and we, I'm, I'm start praying i'm praying in english next thing you know it rolls over into tongues when i start losing stuff to say then i go back into english and we keep on praying for her she got delivered. I want y'all to think this was me. Anybody listening who doesn't know anything about the faith, it's not my power. Don't look to me like I'm the source. Greater is he who's in me. Jesus gives us the authority to do such things. Not me. I didn't learn this from a YouTube tutorial, bro. I didn't look up quick ways to deliver demons from people. Quick ways to get rid of spirits. Like that ain't that ain't what happened. As easy as I, I it would be, that ain't it. That ain't what happened. It still wouldn't be easy because putting it in practice is kind of necessary. So we get that up off of her. And I, I paid attention to the signs of relief, which are usually crying and thanking people. Um at this point in time, still very, very gull not gullible, but still very ignorant of a lot of things in terms of deliverance. Um, so I missed out on some key points that I do touch up in the next person, not the next person, but the next time I go to the theater. So I'm done helping this person. Holy spirit used me to deliver the spirit of fear out of this woman. 
when I open back up my eyes from praying, there's like eight people around this woman, all praying. And when I got to speaking in tongues, it's like the spirit riled up and everybody else got louder too. And the prayer just got heavy and I'm feeling this, his presence in this room right now. And when that had happened, she was free. Only by the love of God. Spirit got that demon up out there, man. That spirit is gone. What I forgot to do was a few other things, but I'll get to that in a sec. So this woman's done. She starts thanking me, giving me a hug. She's crying. She's getting ready to leave. I'm here's where it gets interesting. I get extremely lightheaded after this deliverance. I'm legitimately foggy in the head. My vision starting to go blurry with my glasses on and my ears are starting to ring. Meanwhile, there's another woman who said who was sitting directly behind me. Another non-coincidence, another non-coincidence. She needed prayer as well. After seeing someone else get prayed for, she wanted prayer. And I was like, absolutely, let's get this thing going. But I'm breathing hard. I'm I'm starting to sweat and perspire. I'm like, what's going on? Yes, I know perspiring and sweating. Don't try to come at me. Yep, farted on your head, bone. Look, she was dealing with the spirit of impulsive thoughts, the demon of impulsive thoughts, intrusive thoughts. Seeing, I think it was her children being decapitated. I might have the person mixed up with the next, but the intrusive thoughts were showing her death of her children. And she was telling me she's on fire for him, but this keeps coming back. I said, we getting this thing up out of here. But there was another man who was also helping with the last woman. This man plays a very important part in teaching me some things in what's coming up. So he starts praying with me to pray for her. So at first, I'm starting off strong. Holy no, Holy Spirit in me starting off strong. I'm praying hard for her, saying this spirit has no legal access to be in this woman. This woman loves you, God. This woman has a faith and a love and a passion for you, God. This spirit has no right to be within this woman. So I command it to come up and out in the name of Jesus. And it's like after I had said these things. And a few, a few minutes of tongues as well. Nah, it was probably about like two minutes. Maybe like two minutes max of praying in tongues. Bruh, I get so... I get so discombobulated and, 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 and dizzy and lightheaded. And my tongue was so dry. And I felt like I was about to throw up projectile. I was so confused as to what was happening to me in the moment, in the moment. I'm not oblivious to what was happening. Like if you were to tell me like before what it like beforehand, if I was just observing, I pick it up. And afterwards, I now know exactly what to do in that in that case scenario. But I'll, I'll explain that to those who do not know in a sec. And then I stopped praying for the lady. Other man starts taking over. Holy Spirit gave him a prayer to finish the doggone deliverance off. I'm saying, thank you, Jesus, because I could not finish that thing, bro. I would throw up or I would pass out. Oh, yeah. I forgot to mention my heart rate after the first deliverance, after being obedient, praying boldly, 
praying in tongues and and getting somebody or, or helping and assisting being used by God to help set free somebody who was under the attack spiritually of fear. My heart was thumping so hard. It felt like it was going like that's not even an that's not even an exaggeration. That's if anything, that's that's undermining how bad my heart was pounding like it. It hurt. It hurt. Like, I don't know what was going on. Like, I felt like, I don't know. But going back to the other lady, you praying, da 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 Spirit gets off of her. She's crying. And I see the sign. So now I can relax. I'm like, oh, oh, God, I'm tired. Oh, my gosh, I'm tired. The other guy's laughing because it doesn't seem like it was his first rodeo. He was like, yeah, man, you get exhausted because it's like you're doing something in the present time. Like, you're not praying like normal. When you're praying like normal, you pray to God in ways in, in, in waiting for a response, right? When it comes down to deliverance, you are doing it in real time, exuding yourself. It will exude energy from you. And that's what I thought it was at first. And it could have been that too. Until we start talking, lights in the theater are off. Dog. I'm sitting down while these two people are talking. I start sweating bad. Like, keep in mind, I haven't been sweating. The theater's cold. I'm starting to sweat so bad. Like, I'm sweating bullets. My, my I'm completely deaf in both ears. My, my vision sound like, wait, let me put on a dog on. Hold on, bro. Yeah, I'm, I'm finna make, I'm finna, I'm finna help y'all understand what it sounded like. Let me see. Let me see if I can find something like this, bro. I want to know if I can hear myself. Let me see. Right here. Okay. Okay. I don't even know what that. I don't know if it's doing. Oh, there we go. It sounded like. That. That is how I. That's how I. That's how I sounded. That's how everything sounded to me. And. I was about to pass out. My vision's getting blurry. So they are walking out and the man's daughter started going like, I just want to give you a hug because it's like, you're so young and doing all this. I'm barely alive right now. Like I'm not processing anything. And I say, yeah, I'm only 18. Like looking back on that, that sounded like a crazy comment, bro. Like, what are you even talking about? So I'm walking from F12, right? I'm going down the very right side of the stairs, going all the way to the left. I'm not walking in a straight line. Like, if they were to do a doggone drug test on me, they'd think I was zooted out of my mind. That's how bad I was zigzagging. Couldn't walk straight. So I borderline almost walk into the doggone arm rail, trying to leave out and use that for doggone support to walk. And they keep going forward, and they're about to leave the theater until I'm walking up the ramp, and I'm, like, swerving left and right and barely could stand up. Next thing you know... The daughter turns around and goes like, hey, are you all right? And I said, nah, I think I'm about to pass out. Like, <laughs> and so they come back in urgency trying to make sure I'm good. So I said, yeah, I need to sit down. So I'm sitting down right in front of the door. And then they start praying for me. The man is praying. Keep in mind, now it's just me, the man, his daughter, and the woman we just prayed for a second. 
for context, in case you were confused because of my babbling sometimes, babbling sometimes. There, he starts praying for me, and the other lady who also got delivered started praying for me too. And so, I I'm sitting there, just like trying to focus on the prayer because I need my heart to be in it too. Like I need to be receptive of the, receptive of this prayer as they're laying hands on me. And as soon as he said, I bind up and cast away any spirit that is trying to come up against this young man for taking over territory from the kingdom of darkness and bringing them to um, the kingdom of God and setting them free. Once I had uh, heard that, my uh, I be, like anything that was harassing me spiritually, because I'm going to go over this in a second, because that's a whole that's a whole topic right there on itself. And being keen of what deliverance actually is. So once he had said that, the spirits went up and off me, and it was like an ease came onto my body, like a like 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 my hearing started to come back first, and my sight was restored, and I was no longer queasy, and I was like, Whew, oh my gosh, like oh my gosh, bro, I, I like I told them I have never been faint before a day in my life. I never almost passed out once before, nor have I passed out ever, nor have I gotten lightheaded to that degree, never. And those who are in the gym and know how to, and, and know anything about fitness, like when you're extremely dehydrated and go into the gym with like orange lights or something like that, you get dizzy, lightheaded. Imagine that, but times 20 and there's a lag behind your vision. That's what I was seeing. And my ears, think about if there was two wet sponges for, for earplugs shoved all the way down to your eardrums actually why am i saying that like you didn't just hear me say that bro like on the voice changer like dude it was it was weird but as they had prayed that off of me everything had just calmed down so now i'm gonna go into context for what had happened after the first lady me being so very i'm trying to find the right word i'll just use ignorant very very ignorant naive that was the n-word i was looking for not the other one not that n-word i was not talking about that one bro i i was very naive to what really was going on in deliverance and i'll give you all some expl explanation to that now so oh thank you josiah bro you post me on the story yeah yeah but uh I went, what, what deliverance is, right? We're going to think about the spiritual world, right? It's territory. There is territory of the kingdom of God. And then there's territory of the kingdom of darkness. That is it. There's no in between. All right. No matter how much you want to argue that idea, there is no arguing. You either with him or against him. And if you're on the fence, the, the devil owns the fence. For those who don't know. All right. So... With the kingdom of God going into pray, spirit-led, being led by God to pray for others who are being spiritually oppressed, the the demons or the the demons and the spirits inside of those people call them their home. That is their place of residency, aside from burning in hell. Where they must go back to. They got to go back to where they came when they're cast out. That's why whenever you uh, see people getting delivered, they're shrieking. Not the people. Not the people. 
The people aren't going anywhere. The spirits inside them are yelling because they got to go back from where they came. In deliverance, it has been taught to me that when you sin and cast things out, they have to go to a place. Because imagine if you said, I command you to leave this body and stay two feet in the air so that way you could easily come back. Like, dog, no. When Whenever you cast, whenever you're casting spirits out, they must go somewhere else. They must go somewhere else. And they have to come back. They have to go back to where they came from. If you say, they have to listen to what you're saying. Because it is in you who they're afraid of. Not you. Without God, we're, we're honestly losers. I'm going to be honest. Without God, we're losers. Without him, we're nothing. But with him, I will say it again and again until you really understand the power of this. Greater is he who is in us than he that is in the world. In Luke chapter 10, verse 18 and 19, Jesus by his own mouth gave us the authority to trample on serpents, crush scorpions and step on scorpions and gave us authority over all power of the enemy so that nothing shall by any means harm us. Nothing shall by any means harm us. It, that doesn't mean that we won't get pressed. That means that when something comes up upon us, we're not harmed. We've got protection. What kind of protection? Like the armor I just gave you. Like his protect the, the, the blood of Jesus is protection. And healing. Oh, come on now, bro. I'm finna start going off on a, uh, on a tangent, but that's cool with me. That's cool with me. Look. But the... Whew. Let me tell you. So when I... When the spirit, when when God used me to set these people free, to use me to get to them and use my voice box to speak to them, those spirits were pissed off. They just lost their home and they started harassing me and making me feel sick. Then as soon as I had done prayer for the second lady, not dealing with the spirit of fear, but now the spirit of 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 intrusive thoughts. Now that demon tried to jump me too. Like dog, I got double jumped. That's why it got progressively worse from the first one to the second one. And I almost passed out. Like they were trying to jump me, bruh. They 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 were like, let me get up, let me get up. Like, bro. Like, <laughs> like they couldn't get into me because I have the spirit of God in me. They can't get in me, but they can try and harass you and disturb you. Because they just lost their home. They pissed. And that's what I didn't do. I didn't say I bind you and send you to hell. It's not where I said. I just casted them out. Got them up out of the people. Ignore that. Ignore the dog go in the background, bro. But, um, yeah, man. That was the first night. And when I tell you I was so ecstatic, bruh. But then I had to be reminded that same night, too. No, and I had to be reminded that night, too. Jesus had told the disciples, right, when they were sent out to deliver and set free people up. When they were sent out to cast out demons and devils from people as well, they got hyped, too. They were said, we, we casted out demons in your name. And Jesus said, 
don't be so happy at the fact that demons are subject to you, but rather be happy that your names are written in the book of life. And when he reminded me that, boy, I got even more hype. So I'm walking in, I'm telling my mom and my pops about what's going on. And they are like, wow. And my mom brings up this valid point. She said, so are you going to go back to the other showings as well? And I'm like, at this point, I legitimately can't even afford that. Like, I was thinking that they had like showings, like any other movie, multiple different times a day for multiple days on end. I was like, the movie tickets now went up to like $17. I'm like, bro, I can afford to go to like a few showings. So if anything, I'll pick the same time and then go every day if I guess I'd have to. But that wasn't putting security in my circumstances. It's like it legitimately, like financially, that's kind of like, uh, God, I'm gonna need a breakthrough like this minute, like, like legitimately this second. Um, so I was, I thought about it. And that stuck with me. Like, I wasn't going to let that idea go because I was like, God uses some people to speak to you to let his plan and his will be known as in a little impartation, a little, little droplet, make you make you come to him and ask. And so I thought about that for the rest of the night. And I was thinking, dang, today's Monday, but tomorrow I have discipleship training with my pastor at seven o'clock as always in the movie. I checked. It's only one more showing, period. Like, like it. Like the movie is not being shown anymore at Melco Theaters. It was shown for two days. Tell me, oh my gosh, bro. Tell me what movie is only out for two days. At the same time, literally one showing, which is 7 p.m. for two days, Monday and Tuesday. That was it. And I'm just like, dude, what? So I'm like, obviously, like, yeah, we can go. Now I'm like, I want to tell my apostle about these things because God just used me to set people free. He used me to be able to, to set people free. There was two people, never done that a day in my life. And he took over. And then there was also some other things I knew about taking over territory and the demons are going to be pissed. So you got to be watching like you're going into a battle. You're legitimately going into a battle. You walked in and they were they were trying to take captive of a body and call it their home when they're not welcome there. The person has acknowledged Jesus as their Lord and Savior and they want freedom. When that when that is the foundation, that demon must come out. It has no legal authority to be up in that body any longer. The person acknowledges that Jesus is their Lord and Savior. The person wants to be set free. They're not holding on to their demons and they don't want to. They're not holding on to their sin either. They're, they're not saying, I don't want to let this thing go. It's a part of me. Once they have acknowledged that he's the Lord and Savior and that they want his help and that they want freedom from what they're being oppressed by spiritually. Dust your hands off. This finna be some this demon finna get up out, bro. You, you, you cannot stay. Most people don't know about self-deliverance too, but I'm, I'm finna go over that too. Um, and by the way, yes, you can deliver yourself from demons. Self-deliverance is a thing. I recommend you, I'm, I'm Daniel Adams might have a video on that. Self-deliverance, just search up self-deliverance. Um, Cause I may not go in depth with it, but that is something that is very, very real and I've done it. And at the time looking back, I spat up stuff. I was, I was like foaming in my mouth. I didn't cough up anything, but I was foaming, foaming up in the mouth. 
and uh, spitting stuff out. It was like very foamy spit and a lot of mucus too. A little bit. No, it wasn't a lot, but it was a little bit of mucus, which is also a sign sometimes of, uh, not sometimes, but it is also a sign of spirits coming up and out. That gunk coming out. It comes out nasty. Seen it firsthand with Daniel Adams doing deliverance and Wimsey. Crazy stuff seeing it in person. Awesome. At first, it's kind of very nerve-wracking when you don't really believe that that stuff is very you know what i'm saying like like that ain't happening all the time you got to be certified nope as a christian we are committed to heal the sick raise the dead and cast out demons that is in our job description so this is supposed to be our our this is in our our uh our weapon bag like this ain't like oh only certain people are supposed to be able to do that just as prophesying too don't call me blasphemous you better do some research I already spoke on this, but yes, we are all to prophesy. Not that, not that, not that everybody who calls himself a prophet or a prophetess is right. Obviously, you will have to have spirit of discernment with that one too. Um, and if it doesn't sit right, don't even, don't even trip out that because that's gonna be a whole, number. But um, yeah, man. So that was day one, and I'm looking at day two. But as I was saying, yeah, I was like. I got to get discipleship with my apostle at seven. Guess what? At 1023 in the morning. That day. I get a text from the daughter who's pretty much kind of like the, the, the one who, who runs the text and the announcements and whatnot to those who are connected with the pastor. And she said, um, something came up and he's not able to do discipleship tonight. At that point, I was like, if, if I don't go tonight, I'm just walking in pure disobedience. So I bought the ticket and got ready to go. I wasn't going there for the movie this time. I was solely going there um, for the purpose of doing what I need to do in obedience, which is the same thing I had done the night before. Stand up, ask who needs prayer, and get the freak to work. So I'm um, on the phone with a friend right beforehand. Same friend uh, who I'm always on the phone with, FaceTiming. And I... And I'm, 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 I'm talking to him and I'm like, there were 40 people in the theater last time. And I don't want anybody who needs to be set free to walk out of the theater. And I'm like, I'm not even worried about my ability to call them out or the, the ability of receiving a spirit of boldness to come down to me from God. Or the, the boldness in my spirit to come down. And he cut me off and he said, look, you're focusing on the what ifs and the not. He said, declare it declare that those who hear your voice hear the peace and the love of the spirit of god and 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 feel the need feel feel ushered to to want to come and let you pray for them and once he said that it was like a bell clicked off the enemy was trying to get me to focus on the what ifs again right before going to trying to get me all anxious and this that and the other. i'm like bro i just did and knocked off so many levels of anxiety and fear the first time. And now I'm doing it again on a different time. It's like, bro, don't trip. So I'm going to drive again. I'm saying we finna shake uphill. And praying on my armor, pleading the blood. Got up to the theater. And the movie's on for about like 30 minutes. It finishes. Credits go on back to it right i stand up immediately afterwards 
after all the credits are done, ask the same question real quick before anybody leaves, real quick before anybody leaves. Is there anybody in here whatsoever who needs any type of prayer for anything? For a second, I'm not going to lie. It is dead silent and a bunch of people are just looking at me. And I'm kind of like, I laid the proposition. I laid the proposition. And for like two seconds, it was dead silent. There was another woman. Now, listen. Again, when I'm buying my seat... I got a middle row this time. Dog, two seats in front of me. Cause I heard from I asked God which seat. And even when I got there, I sat in my in the wrong seat on purpose. I'm gonna be honest. I sat in uh, G G five, not G six. I sat in G five because the movie was almost over. I got there very late on on purpose. And I saw that the lady who got up. She yelled, I know I got some prayer needs right here, right here. Two seats in front of me to the right. And did y'all know the first time God told me F12, not the police, not the police. I'm talking about F12 deceit, F12 deceit. Dog, when, when I saw that this person was two seats to the left in front of me, he gave me a person two seats in front of me to the right. I'm like, come on, bruh. And so she starts praying for her sister who's sitting down. And other people are praying around us too. I'm going to be honest. In that prayer, I, I felt like she wasn't really receptive of it. And something in me was, uh, I didn't say it. Here, I'm, I'm going to give you all the in-depth, right? So this woman wants prayer to pray over her sister because apparently something had come up against her. Um, something had come up against her some way, somehow. I have no idea what, what was going on with that woman. But her sister stood up and started praying for her and said, Satan can't come up against you no longer. So she's praying for her sister, needing everybody else to help her with the prayer, right? Meanwhile, the sister sitting down still reclined, just listening and looking. Something was very off. So once she was done praying for her sister and I was praying as well, I was like, ma'am, is there any type of prayer need that you might have? No response. And I'm like, um, ma'am, is there any type of need you have? Any type of prayer need? Anything that's going on that you might need prayer for? Nothing. So it's. It's so funky. It's so funky. So she stands up. I grab her her bag because she's she's up there in the age, and her sister is still praying for her. There's another lady that walks up, right? And she said, "Spirit told me," and then she goes off like she starts praying boldly and in tongues. And there's other people praying around, and I'm laying a hand on this woman's shoulder, and she's just repeatedly saying, "Yes, Jesus." Yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. And now thinking about it, I'm hearing again, spirit of religion. Something I, that that was something that was going on because she was just saying it. It's like she wasn't receptive of anything. Like there was something blocking her ears. And I'm being honest, I'm saying this all based off of what the spirit let me feel. The, the I'm talking about the Holy Spirit, not that spirit, whatever was going on with her. It, it definitely felt like she she had received the prayer, like the prayer had been done, 
hands had been laid on her. The prayer lasted for like eight minutes. And it's like she, it just was kind of like, it went over her head almost. Like nothing was going on. And even to a point where I heard it's not genuine. Just let go. And I kept praying though. I have no idea what was really going on with that woman. And the prayer had been done. And I don't know now looking back if I just wasn't listening and I could have called out that spirit and it would have manifested. Um, again, like I, this is now literally my second time, third person, but it's the second time I'm actually starting like, like going through this. And it's just like, I have not much of an idea of what's really going on, uh, in terms of like small, subtle cues. But now looking back on that stuff like that there was barely any type of reaction to the prayer it was almost like she was almost pissed off a little bit so the prayer had been done i gave her a hug and they went back on their way in my spirit there was another person in that in that auditorium there was there was somebody that was getting ready to walk out and i said is there anybody else Anybody at all, I turn around, lock eye contact with two different people. The second one I looked at was looking at me and looked away. And so I said, all right. And so I said it one more time. Anybody at all, anybody at all need prayer. This lady walks up to me. It's no longer this lady because we actually exchange contact numbers. It's, it's yeah, bro, it, it's awesome. So. She walks up to me and she, her voice is quiet, very shaky because she's about to just lay a whole lot of stuff down to a stranger who she does not know. And so I'm asking her, hey, how are you? What's your name? What's your name? She says her name. I don't want to be saying her name. You might be listening to the podcast, and I probably, I probably might say it eventually, but I don't want to say you. I don't want to say nobody names. And so I'm talking with her. She comes up. She's like, "I need prayer. I need prayer." I'm like, "Yeah, what's going on? What's your name?" Tells me her name. I say, "All right, yeah, what's what's going on?" She tells me, "I've been just dealing with the spirit of fear." Immediately, I, I was I was fighting the resistance to laugh at that demon not at her at the spirit that was in her i was like "Ooh, one of your one of your fellows was just up in here same auditorium one of your fellows was up here just a little bit ago trying to wreak havoc on another woman too but she was saying it's a spirit of fear that comes over me whenever i see my friends dealing with divinity i've i know exactly what she's talking about but I, I, I know, I, I know what she's talking about. I've been there before, but she says, it's a spirit of fear that comes over me whenever I'm dealing with telling my friends about divination and, and, and when they're dealing with tarot cards and, and Ouija boards and just stuff that they shouldn't be doing. And a spirit of fear comes over me and I just don't say anything. And then the tears start coming in. I can tell she's getting emotional. And at this point, I know she wants to get this stuff out, bruh. She needs prayer. And she mentions depression and then she mentions anger and then she starts crying. And so I'm like, yeah, we I said, let's go on, get to it. 
So there's now like one, two, three, four, five, six, maybe six or seven other people. And they're all standing around in different positions and ready to pray. So I'm I'm standing right in front of her, holding her hand, put my hand on her shoulder, and we get to praying, bro. Because I'm not, at this point, God has given me such a boldness to now act on the authority. Like, I, I knew my authority in him, but I've never actually acted upon it against spirits for other people. And so... We, I start, Holy Spirit, start getting to work, bruh. Like, I, I, I don't even know exactly what all I've said, but I'm going to just give you the gist. I said, spirit of fear, right now, in the name of Jesus, I command you to come up and out because, insert her name, does not allow you to be here. Her love is for the Lord, and you don't have a home in this lady right now. So I command you, spirit of fear, come up and out. Out in the name of Jesus, I command you to come out of this woman right now in the name of Jesus. Spirit of depression, wherever you are in this lady, you have no reign over this lady's life. You have to come up and out in the name of Jesus. You have to listen to my voice because behind my voice is the spirit of God. And with the spirit of God comes peace and also order and love. And you must obey his voice because it is in mine. And I plead the blood of Jesus right now in the, from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet. And since she's covered by the blood and protected, you have no access. You have no legal access in this lady right now in the name of Jesus. So I command you up and out. And I kept going, got into tongues, praying in tongues. And then went back to English and dog, she like, as we're praying, like she's starting to like break down crying. Like it's like the, 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 the body stiffening type crying where like every breath you take stiffens your body and you like hunch over forward kind. And I know like, I'm like, okay, signs of relief, signs of relief. Holy Spirit's moving. Holy Spirit's moving. Getting these spirits up out of here, bro. And so we just keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. And I, we're, we're, we're praying, we're praying, we're praying. I command all spirits that are not of the Lord right now in the name of Jesus, come up and out in the name of Jesus. And then she starts weeping and weeping and it comes, and it comes to weepy, weep, heavy weeping. And I am like, thank you, Jesus. And I come, and this is something that I didn't do last time because Again, I have the mindset now, this is war. This is a battle. And these spirits have lost their home. So I said, any spirit right now that tries to come against this lady, she is covered and filled with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is in this woman. And the Spirit of God, let it shine so bright. Let it be within her so much. That any spirit that tries to come back and inhabit can't even look in her direction from the glory of God and the love of God and the peace of God that is in the Holy Spirit. That's something that I did not do for the last two people that I have prayed for. And that the Holy Spirit had delivered. Now I'm doing that for everybody. And there's a there's a whole bunch of other stuff like asking certain questions and getting background in this that, and the other to see where they are spiritually. But 
I just got, I, I, I'm, I'm getting started. So I'm not going to be no expert immediately. And I don't have like a, like a Ray Comfort type of regime for those who know, bro. Like I don't have that set up yet. And yeah, man, she, she, she got prayed for, she got deliverance and those spirits came up and out. She felt freedom and peace. She started crying, gave her a hug. She was like, thank you. Thank you. And this is another thing that I learned. And I said, don't thank me. Thank God. I'm not. The, I'm going to tell y'all, too, on this podcast. It is not me. So even if you listen to the podcast and you get to this point, you can hit me up. But just know, don't don't hit me up for deliverance for me. You, you, you want deliverance because he's in me, not because of me. Like I can, I've, I've seen deliverance through phone calls, i.e. Daniel Adams. And, uh, it does work. Obviously spirit going to move through any way possible, both in our knowledge and not bro, <laughs> more than likely not. And, uh, It'd be like, look, if you ever feel like you need deliverance, I'm still figuring it out, but my spirit has been emboldened by God to to actually do deliverance over people who have demonic oppression and issue. Like, dude, I advise you to search up the different kinds of, of, of spirits there are. There's a spirit of depression, anxiety, the voices in you in your head are not schizophrenia all right that is spiritual and if you say it's not i i i don't know what to even say at this point that's not normal it is not normal and you'll agree with me at the point that it's not normal but then you'll say it's just a psychological issue where is it coming from it's spiritual it's like a lot of people believe things are spiritual until it gets down to spirits and demons coming up against them and not standing with them because the spirits are always clean. Not every spirit is a spirit of God. Not every spirit out there is, bro, look, that's why it says what in first Peter chapter three, I think. Oh yeah. We looking for scripture now, boy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Don't worry. This shouldn't take me that long. Y'all. I know I'd be looking for. Look at look, we're already on first Peter. <laughs> let's see, let's see. I ain't highlighted in this Bible yet because I got a newer one. Doggone it, where is it? Uh oh. It might be second, Peter. I might be wrong. 
Let me let me let me look it up on my phone bone. Hello? <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, bro. <laughs> Even my own voice my own voice changer got me. But it's talking about to discern uh spirits. That was in Discerning Spirits. Come on, internet. Oh now the Bible app don't want to work, huh? That's wild. That's actually crazy to me. Yep, yep. Look it up. Discerning spirits. Come on, bro. Oh, now it don't want to come up, huh? I'm Googling it. I'm not letting this go. I know I know what I'm looking for, too. Because I'm going to put y'all on, bro. Discerning. Come on. Discerning of spirits verse. Bro, I was so wrong. It was 1 John. 1 John, not 1 Peter. Ah, uh, come on, bro. Here we go, here we go. 1 John chapter 4, verse 1. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, for many false prophets have gone out into the world. Alright. So it's very, very clear that we are to test spirits. How we do that, we ask? Um, let me let me look over this so I can give you Bible. By this you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God, and every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you heard was coming and now is in the world already. Little children, you are from God and have overcome them. For he who is oof, for he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. They are from the world, therefore they speak from the world, and the world listens to them. So y'all can't just be with the spirits. We've got to discern them. And discernment comes through the Holy Spirit. All right, Joe. But yeah, man. And so I, I'm, I'm, I'm forgetting where I left off before I had gone and talked about discernment. Um, anyways, so we ended up praying for her. Everybody is kind of like, woo, because not many people. Um, I'm just going chronological order. So I'm walking out the theater and I'm still talking with them, chopping it up. And so we start walking outside. We're still talking about what just happened. And I was telling them about the night before. So we're leaving out. And then she wants to take a selfie. So we take a picture and da 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 da. And so before we all left, we ended up having a conversation. We all started talking. And it was a spirit filled conversation, man. It was me and the woman who had been prayed for and two of her friends. And we start chopping it up. And then there were two other people that came back and was also in the conversation. And it was like, I've never had 
like genuine Christian friends in the faith and following for the word of God and being spirit led and genuinely following the commandments of Christ and growing in their spiritual maturity. I've never had friends like that until like literally I quit my job. Never have friends like that. <sighs> now looking at that in the context, it's like, that's wild. I've never had any Christian friends up until I was obedient. And the thing is, I have been so content. Yeah, that's how God, that's how you work, Lord. I've been so content just being alone and with God until I realized that the verse that says never forsake the assembly of, um, let's just say God's children. Never, never forsake the assemblance of the body of Christ, man. Don't, don't rebuke it. Yeah, that, that, that's, that goes for church and just, just having people you talk to too. Now, if you have an area of like, like a, a, an arc of isolation, that's different. But like your whole life, you don't never want to commune with none of your brothers and sisters in Christ. It is that's that's wild. And as I had as it like, bro, as it has also been revealed to me last night during that spirit filled conversation where the Holy Spirit was very much present and it had me very fired up and it, it, it restored my faith, not even restored my faith necessarily, but like it kept my faith up. But it also been revealed to me that isolation and I must say isolation is let me let me let me think about this before I say it. Isolation is a form of rebellion. That's what it was. Isolation and thinking that you could do it by yourself is a form of rebellion because you feel like you can do it. It's oh, me, 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 me. When you need God, you need others around you. And to say that you don't is a form of rebellion against what the word of God says. You can't do anything on your own. Even let's exclude the friends. You can't do anything on your own. Nothing. And you say, oh, well, I can walk and oh, I can breathe. Let God take that ability away from you. What you got, bro? You a little potato on the floor, then what? You'd be like, oh, God's cruel. Well, he made the game, all right? He made it. He can do what he wants. See, that's the thing that makes our God so amazing. Is like, he doesn't have to do any of this. He doesn't have to give us clean air to breathe. He didn't have to give us trees to produce oxygen. He didn't have to do any of this. But yet he did. But yeah, he did. And he didn't have to come down here and make propitiation for our sins. Now, did he? Did he have to do it? No, we didn't. But he still chose to. That's why I will always say and we shall always say until the death of me that we serve a great, great, amazing, good God because he did not have to do any of the things that he chose to do so. But afterwards, like this night was amazing. That that night, that night last night was amazing because I was so like flipping. Like, what if I really don't need to be going up in the second? 
um the second showing but it's the last showing i can afford it and this that and the other it wasn't even not it wasn't about affordability it was rather or not there was anybody in there that needed to be prayed for but god made all the way god paved the way so that i knew that i needed to go and there was nothing stopping me from going but me but listening to the enemy but being in disobedience so it's like at that point it was not a coincidence one more showing only one time of the day not multiple just one time of the day and the meeting that i was kind of concerned about like not ditching on okay to put it in like comparison like in hindsight it's like having a meeting that can always be rescheduled compared to someone experiencing spiritual freedom it's not really comparable it's like i don't know which one to do and god said i i got you you're busy now your schedule has changed so the call is off and at that point i knew it was it was open but i knew it was also going to be a different night than usual and I was kind of torn between like the type of manifesting demon that comes up, the ones that everybody says is fake and blasphemous and this, that, and the other when it's not the whole, we are legion, that kind of stuff. The twitching, the jumping, the growling, the yelling, the scratching, the, I've never seen it with my own eyes, but the, apparently the crawling up walls, the, like the hard deliverance. That's what I was expecting tonight that that long deliverance like the somebody needs to hold down arm leg foot and neck if this thing gets away boy we're gonna have to chase that thing across the parking lot like that's how i thought it was gonna be but what he did was through my obedience and listening to him if i hadn't been there <sighs> Importantly, God wouldn't have been able to do his work if I'd been disobedient. God would not have been able to do his work had I not listened to him telling me, you need to go and be obedient and let me work through you to help deliver this person. Help pray for this person. Had you not listened to me, you would have missed out on finding five other people who are spirit led and love me and are passionate about me and know who I am and have a relationship with me. Had you not listened, these people, you guys would not have gathered together that night and would have never spoke to each other. And some people in that conversation got revelations from one another because it's always great to hear the thought process of another Christian to another Christian, like from one Christian to another. It is always helpful to be around like-minded people because you will start getting revelations and new understanding based off of what was revealed to them in their spirit and their walk with God and their experiences compared to your, not even compared to your own, but in addition to your own. And it's very important that you have people around you that are Christ-like. I'm going to be very honest. That's why I, I really don't want to hang around people and always like surround myself with people that don't want really nothing to do with Christ. Because then as we as some people know, I'm not going to generalize and say everybody because not everybody who listening is a Christian. But it says in the Bible that 
bad counsel corrupts good morals. So those people that you keep around, keep around. Not those people that you're literally obligated to stay around, like your mother and your father. Like uh, I, I, I'm gonna be honest, I have to, I have to ask for the Holy Spirit to give me something on that because it's like patience. He just said patience. That was very quick impartation. He just said patience. Whoa, that's strong. Whoever may needed to hear that, that that was strong. Patience. Just that one word from him. Patience. Ooh. Patience. So, man, dang. That was a good. I'm like, dang. Like, golly. Patience. But those people that you keep yourself around, man, I suggest you back up a little bit slowly and surely because that's what I had to do. Um, not that I don't want to ever speak to those people again. Like, no. If they get around me, they're going to hear stuff about the word. They're going to hear stuff about, they're going to hear about my Lord and Savior. They're going to hear about my God because I really want them to, to just, to just give him a try to really understand like this thing is real, bro. May sound crazy, but I trust you. Yeah. I was there with you back before when I was, before I was really rededicated and saved, smoking a blunt with y'all, drinking and getting high with y'all. Now you see the transformation that Jesus has done in my life. And I want you to realize you saw me smoking and drinking with y'all. What made you? I was having just as much fun as y'all was. Just as much fun as y'all was. And I want you to, I, I really want you to give him a try. That's that's how I really feel about that. Now I'm not going to go around him and just be like, look, if we ain't talking about Jesus, we ain't we ain't talking. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying if you get around me, you're going to hear something about Jesus, bro. Christian or not, I don't care. Somebody's getting, I'm, I'm, like, I just can't not acknowledge him in all ways. But yeah, man, that's, that's, a, that's really the whole story. Like, there's so much that went on. Like, that, we had an hour or something long conversation in that parking lot. And it was just so blessed. Because I was expecting something different that night, but I was not expecting to, come across all those people in the theater who were just so willing and filled with the spirit and had spiritual maturity alongside with me because one of my main concerns was that am I the only spiritual mature person in Bartlett yeah I just I just dropped my location I don't care my, my property is anointed with the with the the blood of Jesus bro don't test it do not test it but for real, like I'd be thinking, like, am I the only person here? And I know that's not right because I know in the Bible, in the Old Testament, I have no idea exactly where it is, where someone was also saying, am I the only one going through all this? And God said, I have dozens in the same city who are going through the same thing you are. And do not count it out because there are few, few may be there, but you ain't the only one. I really need to read the Old Testament. Like for those who don't know, bro, I have been so dragged back to the New Testament that I ain't never read past Leviticus. I haven't even read Leviticus, period. Uh, like the whole chapter. And I really need it because it's kind of a good foundation in some of the references made in the New Testament that correlate to Old Testament in comparison from Old Covenant to New Covenant. And uh, yeah, man.
But yeah, it was such a good movie. It's such a good movie. Come out in Jesus' name. And uh, first and foremost, Holy Spirit has emboldened me in just two days of doing obedience. Just doing obedience. Listening to him. And it it was such a very different experience to just to do something crazy do something different do something that not a lot of people do and that's something that they told me in the conversation and i don't want this to come off like oh yes the the credit goes to me i'm so bold i'm so obedient man uh you must have blanked out on the part where i said i was nervous you must have blanked out the part where i was about to back out the first time where I was literally about to just leave the theater, where I was about to not even go the second time, where I was starting to second guess myself on the second time. Like, dog, I, all boldness that I've received to this date, every ounce of it has come from the, the Holy Spirit, has come from God. And I, I, I pray and ask him to embolden me. And sometimes I don't, I don't even have to, he will just do it. Because I, I'm I'm hearing obedience. I just need a little bit of boldness to get along with the obedience. Okay? So yeah, man, it, it was a it's a very crazy last two days, man. And I'm very much looking forward to what is going to happen. Like I really want to go more in depth, but I can't even place my finger on what all happened in talking points of of what was going on in that conversation between the six of us in total. It was just four of us at the start and we were talking and um, there were just so many good points brought up, like how some churches don't preach in tongue or preach praying in tongues or feeling like the spirit of God died out with the apostles. And it's like, no, 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 no. That's not true. It's not true. And I believe that's why I brought that's what I brought up earlier was talking about the fact that the Holy Spirit didn't die with the apostles and it is also now for the Gentiles and that we are able to also receive the spirit of God. It's not just dead and stopped with the with the apostles. And uh praying in tongues is still alive. Praying in tongues is still alive. I forgot all my verses correlating to that, but I need to, I will go, I need to go in depth with that too. Cause I, I know there was a verse, specifically one verse in which Paul said that I ought that you all pray in tongues. Let me look that up. I wish that you all prayed in tongues. Let me look this up real quick. Yeah, in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 18, one of them that I knew uh, was that Paul said, I thank my God I speak with tongues more than ye all. He was very, he, he spoke in tongues a lot. A lot. And where people get it mixed up now that I'm uh, looking at these results, when I Googled up the verses, is that people, people, people feel like they don't speak in tongues 
based on the fact that there's no interpreter. In public gatherings, yes, there should be someone to interpret the tongues in a public gathering. Um, but when you're with God alone, there's no need for an interpreter in the room because there's no one to interpret it to that needs the interpretation. So let me let me elaborate on that. When you are praying to God in tongues, you are not. Let me just go off the top of my dome with whatever comes to my mind. So Holy Spirit, help me out here. So, right? Right there. I didn't think of any of the words that I had just said. That just came out, right? But in my faith and in my trust that speaking in tongues is, is the perfect prayer to God, the Holy Spirit, only God knows this language. This is heavenly language. Only God can interpret what is being said. This prayer in praying tongues is the perfect prayer to God. When you don't know what to pray, pray in tongues. All right. And I'm trying to think of things, but I'm, I just asked the Holy Spirit to like guide me in wherever direction this goes. But speaking in tongues is very pivotal because like I just said, only God can interpret the mystery spoken and the utterances that come out as the word said, the utterance and the mysteries of God speaking in the mysteries and utterances. If that means that only God can interpret that, Satan can't interrupt your prayer in tongues. He don't know what you're saying. He don't know what you're praying for. And and if you're if you're concerned about the fact that you don't, it says in the word that we don't even know what our utterances are. We won't know what we're saying. We don't know what we're saying. Not no people who interpret tongues could possibly know. And even what was revealed to me in the conversation between the six of us was that sometimes you'll pray in tongues like I had been doing uh, during these deliverances and then going back to English. And sometimes that is what you are praying in tongues about. Because I would go from speaking, I command you to come up and out in the name of Jesus. And then I go into tongues and then go right back into English on something that was completely separate for what I was just saying before. And uh, you'll go into um, tongues mid prayer from English to tongues and then go right back to English. And sometimes that's the interpretation of what you just prayed for in the spirit. Ooh, this finna come on. This finna be a whole different podcast. It's going to be the halfway mark if I keep on going. But, dude, I I very much urge you all. I'm going to do some more on speaking in tongues. Give me some of that, bro. Yep. Because I want some of the verses that I heard. Oh, uh, yeah. That's the verse I also saw for remember earlier for those who are still listening about what I said about we are all to prophesy. Acts 2 chapter 4. Acts chapter 2 verse 4 says all of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. And if my remembrance is correct, Holy Spirit, thank you. In Acts chapter 2 where the Holy Spirit came down upon all the apostles, I believe. Either some of them or all of them were in that house. 
and the Holy Spirit came down upon that house and they began to speak in other tongues. And I believe that was like the speaking in other languages type of tongue because people who spoke different languages began to understand them. Um, yeah, let me, let me see the part about the prophesying. Oh shoot. I read the wrong one. That's the one about, uh, Holy Spirit coming down and enabling them to speak in other tongues. Acts chapter 19 verse six is when Paul placed his hands on them. The Holy Spirit came on them and they spoke in tongues and prophesied. Now let me give you context for this chapter though. All right. All right. When Apollos was at Corinth, Paul, this is Acts chapter 19, verse one, Paul took the road through the inferior road and arrived at Euphasis, or Euphasis. There he found some disciples and asked him, did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? They answered, no, we have not heard that there is a Holy Spirit. He is talking to, um, I believe these are Gentiles. Let me not do it in NIV, but I'm gonna be honest, I read NKJV or New King James Version. So I'm gonna go to that one. There we go. And finding some disciples, he said to them, did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? So they said to him, we have not so much as heard whether there is a, a Holy Spirit. And he said to them, into what were you baptized? So they said, into John's baptism, or just, in other words, water baptism. Then Paul said, John indeed baptized with a baptism of repentance as water bapt this is me speaking now, as water baptism is a semblance of repentance, a uh, cleansing and uh, a physical representation of you saying that you're, you're, I think it's cleansing yourself and resurfacing up out the water with your sins washed away in baptism and now you live your life for Christ. Water baptism is not necessary to get into heaven. It is baptism of the, baptism of the spirit. Um, now going back to the verse. Saying to the people that they should believe on him who will come after, that is, on Christ Jesus. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul had laid hands on them, the Holy Spirit came upon them and they spoke tongues and prophesied. Now the men were 12 in all. And he went into the synagogue and spoke boldly for three months, reasoning and persuading things. Wait reasoning and persuading concerning the things of the kingdom of God. So I believe these two people. Ooh, wait a minute. Hmm. Ah, this is what Daniel Adams was talking about. In verse 12, it says, or no, 11, it says, now God worked unusual miracles by the hands of Paul so that even handkerchiefs or aprons were bought, were brought from his body to the sick and the diseases left them and the evil spirits went out of them. Daniel talks about passing around an anointed handkerchief and any evil spirits or sicknesses could not be around it. They would either be repulsed completely by it. You would pass it around and then the spirits would get to it and they'd be like, they get agitated around that because it's anointed. But yeah, man, I, I could go on and on and on and on about the tongues not even debate. It's just a tongues topic. But yes, speaking in tongues is biblical. And uh, Paul, the apostle, and other disciples as well. I'm not so sure about that. I'm not going to speak on anything. I don't know for sure. Um, but Paul for sure advised that we speak in tongues, pray in tongues, pray in the spirit, pray in utterances that we do not understand. But yeah, man, that's the story. I hope y'all enjoyed that, man. I really hope y'all enjoyed that story, man.
I was really all over the place and I have like I had like no real semblance of where I was going at some points. But I for real was just kind of like, man, I'm going to tell this story, bro. And I hope some people got some type of information out that as well um, for their walks. And uh, yeah, man, that's it. So I thank you guys so much for watching. I mean, bro, why do I keep saying watching? I keep saying watching. But I thank you guys so much for listening to the Word of Reason podcast, where you bring reason to your life only through the Word of God. I do want to make some quick statements, though. Um, if you want to reach me or get to me, uh, you can find my uh, Instagram. It's called wordofreason.pod. It's again called wordofreason.pod. That's for the Instagram. And if you're looking for a way to message me more directly, either through DMs there or through Gmail, the Gmail is called wordofreasonpodcast at gmail.com. All lowercase. Wordofreasonpodcast at gmail.com. So yeah, man. And if you go to the Instagram, there's a link to all the different places you can listen to it. Um, to the to this podcast and i thank you guys so much for listening the support has been unreal and i just want to say bro we're at a no not a hundred we are at almost 300 we're at 260 something bro 260 something and we was just at 212 like this sunday it's tuesday bro it's tuesday it's tuesday bro like dude it's just been, oh my gosh, bro. And the people that are sharing it and, and, and talking about it. Ooh, thank you, Holy Spirit, for reminding me. Evolve, if y'all are listening to this, the podcast Evolve, I am sorry that I did not remember it. And if I, if if you hear it here first before I reach out to you, I did hear the podcast in which you guys were talking about um, this, po- this, this uh, podcast for the reason. I want to appreciate you guys so much. And I would love to speak with y'all. Like, I would absolutely love it. There are other people who have been talking to me about doing podcasts and whatnot. I'm open to a lot of things, man. My my thing is, is that I'm not going to be doing no debates. You know what I'm saying? Debating religions and whatnot. That's that's not my forte. That's, that's not my forte. That's not my cup of tea. That's not my forte. Uh, but yeah, man, I'm, I'm loving to get on and talk to really a lot of people just about the faith man just about the walk just about stuff stuff people don't want to talk about too or stuff people always talk about but sometimes might might get it wrong i love to so yeah man i thank y'all so much for watching evolve podcast i want to thank y'all so much too for just even acknowledging it or listening to it at all period um i thank you guys so much for for, for listening to the podcast I'll see you guys in the next one. Ooh, wait, 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 wait. Holy Spirit just brought something to me. Final message of this video is don't be afraid to walk in obedience with him. Because when you're in obedience to him, he's walking there with you. Okay? Don't be afraid to walk in obedience with him, with Jesus Because when you've been walking in obedience with him, he's got his hand on you. You're protected. You are safe. You are taken care of. You are right. That's his promise. 
He is our shepherd. We are his sheep. He is our provider. All right. He's Jehovah Jireh. And I forgot what Jehovah it was for the um, shepherd. I think it was Jehovah. I think it's Jehovah Rohi. I need to brush up on my on, on all those because I do like to remember those. But anyways, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast, the Word of Reason podcast, where you bring reason to your life only through the Word of God. And I'll see y'all in the next podcast. Peace.